0: Hi and welcome to Soapbox, the soap podcast brought to you by radiotimes.com. I'm Jonathan Hughes and I'm joined by, as ever, David Brown. Hello David. Hello Johnny, how are you? (laughs) I'm very well. (laughs) Uh, So we're here every week talking about the soaps, what's been happening and what is about to happen. And it's our first podcast of 2020. So we should say to the listeners Happy Happy New Year. Year. Indeed. Indeed. And Happy New Year to you, David.
1: And to you. And how's New Year been in Soapland then? Should we start? With a bit of EastEnders,
0: I think yes, because day one of 2020 was actually pretty epic stuff, wasn't it? That yeah. flashback episode. So, New Year's Day was actually Christmas Day, and it's uh, as if it isn't confusing enough those days between Christmas <laughs> and New Year. Yeah. Like, what day is it? And then you turn on EastEnders and it's still Christmas, Christmas Day Redux. <laughs> I know, you're like, oh my <laughs> gosh, I've been drunk for seven days. So, yeah, that was pretty, pretty epic stuff. Well, what I liked about it this year was that usually you
1: get your Christmas Day episode of EastEnders, it's pretty decent, but then between Christmas and New Year...
0: Oh, nothing happens. Well, they just kind of, like, lose momentum. Yeah, because it's all built up to Christmas Day, isn't it, usually, like yeah. you're saying, they kind of, yeah, sort of sometimes take their eye off the ball a bit. It feels like an afterthought,
1: and then by the time New Year comes along, it's a different story entirely. Yeah. Usually, I mean, do you remember last year, you had Alfie falling down the stairs on Christmas Day. I and then New Year's that. Day, it was Mel in the
0: Woods. Oh, gosh. Was <laughs> so, that New Year's? Yeah. Oh, Mel and Ray. Mel and Ray, yes. New, and it had nothing to do with the with the Christmas Day Nothing kind of at events. all. But
1: this year, they managed to keep it all on track so that all the seeds that were sown on Christmas Day ended up leading to the major revelations on New Year's Day. And yes. it felt like one big, cohesive whole.
0: Yes, it did. And it did all feed in together. And it, as you say, the momentum was not lost. In fact, it really built up in between Christmas and New Year. Yeah, Um, And I I guess they'd announced there was going to be this flashback um, just after the Christmas Day episode. So I I guess that kind of kept you hooked. And you were looking for clues in between, weren't you? You were kind of looking, especially Linda because you thought... Oh, Linda. "Mm -hmm." It totally confounded my expectations of that storyline
1: because I thought it would be... A very watered down version of Angie Watts's Descent. Yeah. I thought, oh, this is going to just be a diet version of that. But yes. I thought the way that they did that New Year's Eve episode, the well, format
0: busting, the format busting point of view. Out, yeah,
1: I thought was very, uh, very good indeed.
0: Really and good. Kelly Bright was. Amazing. well you know what she was amazing and i th- I'd heard good things and there was a lot of hype and I thought newsflash Kelly bright's brilliant because she is brilliant and yeah. she's be you know always great always reliable and has you know just delivered some knockout stuff in the you know since she's been on the show mm. this was a whole other level I thought absolutely incredible I think some of the best acting I've ever seen in a soap I yeah. would, I would definitely say that I did think it was very well. Structured as an episode as well because it was her point of view Mm -hmm. and the clever time lapses where she blacked out. Mm. And so, as a viewer, you lost those bits of time as well. And it was, um, I watched it with a group of friends on New Year's Eve, and the first like 10 minutes. There was a lot of recognition of oh my gosh yes <laughs> Go I've put a cone on my head when I've had a few too many yeah. oh yeah I've I've had a kebab when I've had, and then it was like oh my gosh we're all just a few drinks away from total oblivion yeah. and it was it was very confronting I thought um, in tackling alcoholism and as you say Andrew Watts soap's most famous drunk of all time but this went a lot deeper into into alcoholism as a, as a condition yeah. and as a, how it can destroy lives, you know, it was, it was great. It was I was really, think really it's really good. quite
1: a clever way of testing the Carter's marriage. Yes. Because without an affair, without an affair, uh, because that's the, I think they've learned from the whole Whitney and Mick imbroglio. We should that never w- speak of it again. We should never David. do that again. So the fact that Linda drunkenly ended up in that hotel room yeah. with this guy who she then whacked in the nuts and ran Indeed. off from, um, is quite interesting in the way it will play out, I think, next week because uh should Mick find out about this hotel encounter, Did. it's... It's really in, because Linda was not in control of her no. of herself. So, and
0: also it is the gateway to a whole other big secret that's nothing to do with infidelity and really nothing to do with her alcoholism. Yeah, which you know, kind of crossing the the whole Keanu situation. So, but as you say, like he, it's a good if, job she can fire that gun accurately when bladdered. Oh, you know what, <laughs> she should be maybe, um, she, she's been in like the SAS and we just didn't know <laughs> yeah. I think with Linda, there's a whole backstory to explore with, with Linda because you know, she was in a th- what, late 30s when she joined the show Yeah, maybe she was a, a hit woman Yes. have like, you seen that film The Long Kiss Goodnight where Gina, <laughs> Gina Davis is an amnesiac chef Yeah. And it turns out she was like um, a gun for hire Yeah. she was a bounty hunter
1: it could be like instead of Kill Bill Kill Elle
0: Kill Elle <laughs> <laughs> Get Carter <laughs> Get Carter <laughs> exactly. it's a female re, like you know gender swap yeah. thing of Get Carter uh, anything's possible but you're right what a crack shot she yeah, was yeah. when I See <laughs> the influence of alcohol <laughs> don't give her a gun sober no. should have cast. shot Keanu in the head <laughs> did you You're like supposed it supposed to miss oh sorry <laughs> did, I'm did you sober. like it when uh,
1: Keanu speaking of um you know the, the, the recently dip- exited Keanu when yes. he was at the airport yes and he was about to head off and he had this passport in oh, yeah, a the false password. name. What yeah. was the name of the person? he was?
0: Adrian Swanson. I have committed that name to memory because surely we would not have been told that name <laughs> had it not sort of be maybe going to be relevant down the line. Yes. If and when Keanu maybe gets in touch, which I'm sure he's bound to at some point.
1: But he was being like, he had that cap on and he was all... Oh, the
0: amazing of, disguise. Yeah, and
1: <laughs> he was like, oh, he said to his mum... Yeah, this is the name I'm going to be going by Adrian Swanson. <laughs> Two minutes after Karen Taylor had yelled, <laughs>
0: Keanu! We love you, Keanu Taylor, missing person <laughs> in public place.
1: So good luck, Keanu, with the security. Yeah, no one's <laughs> going to buy that
0: Adrian Swanson <laughs> nonsense, no, are they? She, wa- she wasn't exactly keeping up the ruse, was she? And yeah, Keanu's going, we can never tell anyone, apart yeah. from like an airport full of people <laughs> on the busiest day of travelling yeah. of the year. Yeah, good one, Karen. So that beggared <laughs> belief a bit.
1: This secret is <laughs> obviously going to spread, isn't it? Because now we know oh, yeah. that... Louise is not as eye for an eye as the rest of the Mitchells no,
0: and that for me was was such an incredible moment on Christmas Day where she, you know, we thought oh my gosh she's gone the full Roddy Mitchell yeah, you know. but yeah. yeah she's now losing the plot so I kind of think of it as, you know Connie Corleone in the um, Godfather <laughs> yes, movies, yeah. so she's the sister who doesn't want anything to do with the, the crime side of the family, yeah. by part three she's poisoning people and she's well <laughs> into it, so I feel like Louise is Connie in reverse, she was part three on Christmas Day and now yeah. she's part one, she's a wreck and she's like, no, I don't want anything to do with the bad stuff. This is Benjamin Buttoned Connie. Yeah, she's she's yeah. Benjamin Buttoned Connie. She's going yeah. backwards. What's yeah. Martin going to do to her? He was really like to Ben, we've got a problem, your sister. All right, Fowler, you didn't even kill anyone. I know. Calm well, down. He's, he's probably still got a supply of that chloroform.
1: He could just be going around. <laughs> Where
0: did r- he get the chloroform on Christmas Day? Bed, I don't
1: know. It was the minute mark um, <laughs> stocking
0: chloroform. Have you got any stocking? <laughs> <laughs> I think Stacy sent him some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> christmas
1: i wonder whether louise will end up confiding in someone else because i've worked out who the st- uh, the square's new confidant is who is the square's new confidant jags panasar
0: jags panasar is He's he like the, the samaritans yes
1: yeah, because i think chantel will end up confiding oh in do you think is that jags? why they're kind of doing this old school friend i bond went to student. school with jags yeah um, because Jags is the new fat boy, right? He's the one in whom everyone tells their troubles. Yeah,
0: the kind of kindly, you know, he's a, he's a joker with a heart of gold. I That's had strange. him down as a bit of a Robbie Jackson as well. Similar character type. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that by the end of um, episodes of EastEnders soon, they'll be saying, if you've been affected by any of the issues, <laughs> yeah. you can call Jags Panesar. <laughs> <laughs> he's manning the BBC action line. Call the Panesar helpline. <laughs> If you're yeah. a victim of domestic violence, or you ordered a hit on your boyfriend for sleeping with your stepmom, twenty four hours a day. Yeah, I think you're right. I think yeah, Jags is. Do you think what Louise is going to tell Jags Panesar, even though they've hours? not had any <laughs> scenes
1: together? Jags is just you know he's, he'll start wearing like a headset soon. You know, one of those microphone headsets. Oh yeah, going like we- to help. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like a call center. I think. <laughs> That's how it's
1: gonna be. I He'll be in the right. next cubicle when uh, Honey is uh, throwing up because oh, yes.
0: he's you know He'll, he's definitely on. Ha- he's probably like an experienced counsellor or something. And we just don't realise. Yeah, he's there. He's there for Honey's eating disorder storyline. All the problems. What about uh, uh, Linda's alcohol abuse? Do you think he can counsel her through that? Yeah, A A J A A J A Jackson on the- <laughs> It's good that we're making light of all I these. Uh, all these disorders and conditions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're very sympathetic, really, yeah. um, in real life. Uh, yeah, so Louise, definitely the weak link. What I am loving about the whole who knows what about Keanu is the kind of Chandler, uh, Monica, Friends-esque. They don't know that we know that yeah. they know we don't know. And that pe- no one knows everything apart from Martin and Keanu. Does Linda not know everything? No, because she doesn't know Karen knows.
1: Oh, that's true, and yeah.
0: Karen doesn't know, Linda knows. So, yes, do you know what I mean? So only Keanu and Martin are the keeper of all the secrets. Even Phil doesn't know that Martin was the um, hitman for So hire. who knows everything? Martin yeah. and Keanu. Keanu knows that he's alive because he's Keanu and he's alive. Does Karen not know everything? No, because she doesn't know Linda. Oh, she doesn't know Linda, oh, yeah. Oh, David, wake up. Kate Oates knows everything. Kate Oates knows more than everything. And John said that yeah. they're both in the know. Probably like the... um Keanu. Keanu <laughs> Keanu I think like the people In the canteen at EastEnders Probably know everything as <laughs> Yeah well. uh, Yeah so there's lots To play there And I feel like we're Hurting towards The 35th anniversary mm. Week in mid-February mm-hmm. Surely these are The building blocks For that uh, Whatever happens in, in you know That week I don't know You'd hope so Wouldn't you Yeah otherwise i to feel a bit short <laughs> What's it going to be Otherwise Jags Yeah yeah <laughs> Gene and um, Adrian Edmondson's deathbed wedding. That's my prediction already. Oh, I know. What a anyway. downer. Okay, what should we can move on to, to Corrie? Let's move on to Cory. Uh, I think the most mirth of the week was Tracy, Paula and Steve finding out about that whole thing. I mean, yeah. I know it, we shouldn't mock the breakdown of a marriage. It kind of was played for laughs a lot of the time, wasn't it was it? It was.
1: When Steve was trying to find... Th- the supposed man, the other man <laughs> in Tracy's life, totally discounting that it could be Paula. Uh, that was quite funny, I thought, as, as well was. as um, Leanne's reaction when she oh, discovered Leanne. the truth.
0: That was brilliant.
1: That- Leanne wasn't the most enlightened Person on the street, no, was that she this was week?
0: Some inter- different times, different times. <laughs> Leanne is kind of the Bernard Manning <laughs> of Weatherford because she was kind of making, you know, um, lesbian stereotype, inappropriate she was. gags. She Yeah, yeah. Um, that Paula was k- kind of calling her out on. I feel like Leanne's going to wear a sparkly blazer <laughs> and, and start doing like um, yeah. two blue for two. Englishman, TV. Irishman, and Scotsman walks into a bar,
1: walks into the Rovers. She'll be having like a spot at the embassy club. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then she'll release a video, a fifteen certificate video. <laughs> too blue for Curry. Yeah, too blue for Weatherfield. <laughs> yes, <Leanne's> solo spot. Tech <laughs> ah, tech my exhaustman right. <laughs> uh yeah, so yeah, um a strange mix of attitudes yes. um in two thousand and twenty. But you know Toya would be
1: booner off the stage, have
0: not she? Oh yeah, Toy's quite enlightened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, Leanne is a battersby, I guess that Les was probably a, a big Bernard Manning fan. Yeah, I say <laughs> yeah. um I thought there was actually in, in the mirth. I think there was a bit of truth in the scene with Steve and Tracy where they did have it out and Tracy explained that she felt very neglected by Steve. Mm. Um, and they're very cartoony as a, as a couple a lot of the time. But I did kind of, I thought there was a lot of truth in what Tracy was saying, that she has been treated very badly by Steve in terms of, you know, Emma came along, that kind of ridiculous plot twist that Emma was his daughter um, and Amy's pregnancy, like, storylines that kind of, for me... Didn't quite land at the time, and I thought had sort of just been dealt with and forgotten about. But actually, it's quite brave of course to go back to those things and make a virtue of them, and for yeah. Tracy to say this is why I cheated. And also, just we thought we'd seen it all. Tracy and Steve's cheating on each other. I mean, nothing new there. Well, turns out there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought it was, but. Mainly, it was the comedy of the <laughs> of the reveal that I thought was. Um, it was almost like an outtake when Jane Danson was like behind that door and she just burst out yeah. laughing. It was really natural, really playful. I think
1: what what turns Steve on or where he feels the most relaxed in life is in that streetcar's office. So perhaps Tracy should kind of um, role play and be on the switch. Oh yeah, and st- and they should bring that streetcar's chair into, into their uh, bedroom,
0: into the boudoir. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They should do sexy
0: times Sexy times Street cars (laughs) Sexy street cars Yeah Oh yeah they could do all sorts Like I'm picking you up in half an hour Yes (laughs) I reckon that would solve their marriage problems I think there's a lot more to um, unpick There should be like a
1: scene where Steve comes into the bedroom And Tracy's kind of lying in bed With the the headset on But then Tim pops up (laughs) (laughs) Someone's nicked me headset (laughs) Has anyone seen me wife?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> then Leanne comes in and does like a... <laughs> yeah. Does a Bernard Banning Yeah, They're in a bed. <laughs> like Phoenix Knights.
1: <laughs> there we go. You can have that one free on us, Colin. Oh, love it. We had Jade as well this week. That was the big Jade reveal to yes. Fizz anyway. Yeah. Fizz found out who Jade really Now, we're
0: none the wiser as to Jade, why Jade has been so brainwashed. I want to meet Jade's mum, because I feel like she is the missing link here. And and we kind of, like, Fizz addressed it, and Fizz said, what's your mum told you? Who is this woman anyway? And Jade then just changed the subject. But I was like, hang on, yes, Fizz, I'm with you. I think we need to meet the mum, because did did Jade ever meet John Stape, or are they keeping that ambiguous? Did Jade ever meet John Stape?
1: I don't know. Because
0: I feel like, I don't know.
1: And I've so she's just got this kind of um, false picture of her father yeah, as being this saintly man who was...
0: where does that come from? Because she told social services that her mum told her about her dad and when she started doing the research, she realised, oh, it must have been Fizz's fault. Yeah. I'm not sure. I've, there's bits of the backstory that I feel I need joining up slightly before I properly get invested in this, to so be So the honest.
1: mum must be as swivel-eyed as John.
0: Yes. I'd mm. like to meet her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I will. Who would be. you
1: cast as the mum?
0: Oh, do you know what? Had she not just started as Tim's wife, Sean Reeves? Okay, she's got that. You know, How old would she have to be? Well, John uh, would be if he was still living in in his early forties now. Okay. So, but she could be, you know, whatever age. I guess like she could have been older than John. Mm. Um, well, let's ha- have some comments from the readers, from yeah. the viewers. In um, the comments you, on, on YouTube. Who would you cast YouTube? on the YouTube? <laughs> um, I don't know, Helen Mirren, let's go for it. Oh, my word. Olivia Coleman. let's go big. <laughs> Can you imagine? Judy Walters. So they've been talking about Judy Walters coming into Cory for years. It, be a, it'd be a big age gap. It would be, mm. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, anything's yeah, a possible. a whole new side to John Stape there. When you thought you knew your serial killers. Yeah. Didn't. So, talking of mums... Mm-hmm. Mums, we haven't met Jade's mum, and I'd like to. Mums, we did meet Nate Robinson's mum, Cara. Yeah,
1: she must have thought she was walking into deliverance.
0: <laughs> the look on her face, <laughs> she was on the phone to her, like you know, high powered accountancy firm, yeah, thinking, Oh my gosh, what is this? What has my son come into? But Can she th- knew Kane Dingle years ago,
1: surely, yeah, exactly. Um, mm. but I don't know how. Did Nate turn out the way he what he has done? Yeah. And speaking the way he does, when he had her as a mum and was kind of given a good education, he's like he's more like Sam Dingle. Yeah. yeah he is a bit. The Dingle genes of out uh, well out.
0: That's that's what it is. It's well nature nurture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. He's yeah. um yeah, he's very much the Ding- the dingle mold, isn't he? But then yeah, his mum is like um Lynn Franks. Like she just <laughs> yeah. kinda swans in. I know. Um yeah. It, was,
1: it was one of those kind of coincidences, so beloved of soaps, isn't it? Oh, you yeah. know, where my inner Monty Python colonel was yelling, no, stop it, too yes. silly, too silly. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah, It was all quite... the silly old Moira
0: fell in a ditch. Lots of contrivance to be had, but there you go. That's, yeah. you know, how else can you... Uh, <laughs> yeah. How else to introduce a character that no one expected to meet.
1: Why was she so impressed by Kane's
0: leather jacket? I didn't really get that reference no, myself.
1: It was like, you know, She's oh, that that's cost a bob or two. Or, you know, Kate's was- jacket
0: looks minging, <laughs> looks absolutely <laughs> horrible. And it's as if he was like wearing the new Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Spring Collections 2021. <laughs> What was she seeing? I don't know. Shabby chic? Yeah, I really didn't yeah, get that at all. I didn't get it, because ha- apart you know, from Kevin Webster, he's got the worst coat in soap.
1: Yeah. It's not like he's like Noel Gallagher, is it? You know, he could kind of dress up a leather jacket.
0: Not really. Just doesn't look good. No. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Um, do you think Cara's sticking around? Oh, I think she's got to. She's got to. I think she's going to be 2020's big, big character. <laughs> really? Yeah, she's, she well, she's been talked. To, I felt like she was a regular anyway because she got a mention every other episode. What's her job? She's an accountant She's an account. She runs her own accountancy firm. Maybe she'll do the books for the Outdoor Pursuits Center. I think that's got to happen because you need some more professionals, don't you, to, for the Outdoor Pursuits Center? To when it you're thinking title. about
1: the Outdoor Pursuit Center, yes. are you just kind of mentally <laughs> kind of killing off characters? I'm thinking, oh, if there's like a kind <laughs> of uh, aerial <laughs> walkway, I'm yeah. hoping it snaps under nate's foot yeah yeah
0: push him <laughs> off a climbing wall that falls on all the teenagers what if moira has a few too many and gets up that climbing wall yeah look at me <laughs> <laughs> i'm flying right that's a that's a thursday um Half seven, cliffhanger, cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah yeah um well uh Moving on from yes, that, please. this is all about mothers. It's as if we've planned this, David, because there's a through line here, the last few soaps we've been talking about. Another mother who I want to give a mention to is Breda McQueen in Hollyoaks. Big week for Breeder The last ever week for Breeder. Breda McQueen, mother of silver and goldie, and nanny to all the kiddies in the village. Well, she's a... Absolutely psychotic serial killer, uh, as everyone found out this week. And yeah. Breda McQueen was killed off in a quite gore-tastic Hollyoaks later. Now this is the
1: first time Later's yeah. been on for how many years? Seven years. Seven years. So it
0: used to be a wee- an annual treat of um, late-night episodes where characters could swear <laughs> and maybe show a show a bum cheek or something, <laughs> or and uh, you know have a bit more violence. Has a bum cheek been seen on a Hollyoaks? Oh, okay.
1: yeah, all sorts of What about insane. side boob?
0: I don't know if they went that far, <laughs> David. We're not all... Our minds aren't as in the gutter as you. Um... There was just a few swears this time round, okay. Uh, but yeah, they haven't done a late night for for years, so this was they brought it back to kill off Breeder, basically. Yeah,
1: um, which yeah. is quite interesting because, like with Hollyoaks later, it's usually that they kind of go elsewhere or kind of have yes. a trip away. But they've decided yes. to use it as a way of giving a current plotline mm. a very melodramatic heightened
0: yes, end. very much so and very not like what later was because, as you say, it was often an excuse to get on a plane and kind of have guest stars. Danny Dyer was in there yeah, later. Kim Marsh did one. Kim Marsh she? did one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was very much focused on, you know, you've been stuck with this, st- you've stuck with the storyline for 18 months, crazy breeder, killing off the bad dads, here's here's your payoff and poor tony's been in that pig farm for four months and he was found so yeah it really he's it, not gonna want a bacon butty anytime he's, soon, yeah bacon's off the menu <laughs> i think i think nick pickard has actually said themselves. so oh, yes, he did <laughs> no bacon for tony so it was much more focused on um you know giving that story the kind of weight it deserves because mm. it's just been so bonkers and so brilliant um so yeah but bad the kind of bad mums or mums with mums on a mission that's kind of that's the theme of all the soaps at the moment who's the mum on a mission on easties i reckon that is louise in a way in a way and karen it's a lot of the people in the keanu secret are acting um from a point of view as a parent aren't yeah So, yeah, I mean, Louise wants to protect her baby from a cheating man. She ordered him dead. Now she's regretting it. Mm -hmm. Karen obviously just wants her boy, Adrian Swanson, to be safe. Um, (laughs) You know, so, yeah, I think it kind of wraps things up. Yeah. um,
1: Karen couldn't spell Adrian Swanson. That's
0: why she just shouted Keanu. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Phil can't say Keanu. He can't. And Karen can't spell Adrian Swanson, so... (laughs) I mean what hope for Keanu what hope for Keanu where do you think Keanu's gone just as a last point before we wrap up where's he gone because he wouldn't tell uh, Karen and Martin where he was going he didn't even show him his boarding card so we don't know where he's gone
1: he's probably he's not very smart
0: Keanu is he not so really. he's probably
1: just gone to like Essex Jersey <laughs> <Yeah>. he's,
0: got, <laughs> he's probably still in WH Smith's in Terminal, terminal 2 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> getting a free chocolate orange yeah, yeah. oh well. well I think I'll just stay
1: here
0: yeah it's loads of shops <laughs> <laughs> well, wherever you are, Keanu, we're having a lovely time. Godspeed. Godspeed. Yeah. Um well, any other business in Soaps, David, for this inaugural podcast of twenty twenty? Uh
1: no, I I'm I'm a spent force. You're spent force. I think well i am I'm actually, before I came down here, watching yeah. next week's Cory.
0: What can you tease about next week's Corrie? There's a lot of Jeff Is there <laughs> yeah. yeah. He
1: is Boom. upping the ante when it comes to Yasmin keeping that um house clean.
0: <laughs> Are we in the uh, camcorder territory? Is the camcorder's secret camera still behind the shelf?
1: No, uh, well, I d- I've not seen the camcorder yet, but okay. he's kind of putting little marks on the skirting board. Oh, is he? And then kind of going, see, you're not clean properly.
0: <gasps>
1: <sighs> Rotter. Oh. He should team up with Grey in these yes. tenders.
0: Oh my God, they're cut from the same cloth.
1: They should have a WhatsApp group. <laughs> A Coercive and control. How
0: coercively <laughs> clean is your house? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. to Jeff? Well, I'm They're sure. They're cut from the same cloth, just that Jeff just got a bit more of the cloth. <laughs> it's a whole lot of cloth, Jeff. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be discussing that this time next week. Yes. Because we're here every week. Um, thank you for joining us. You can go to radiotimes.com forward slash soap newsletter to sign up for lots of exclusive soap goodness. Uh, you can get. Soapbox on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. Uh, Thanks for joining us again and we'll see you next time.